Welcome to the Kellenberg Podcast, hosted by Kellenberg Memorial High School. I'm Sarah Goez, and today's Bible quote is, Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise Him, my Savior and my God. Psalm 42. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode. A quick big thanks to everybody who's been tuning in. Today, the style of this episode is a little different because I don't really have a direction or bulleted notes. We didn't really plan it. Today, I'm just going to have fun banter with a few guests. So please introduce yourselves. Hello, my name is Mr. Beirudi. Hi, I'm Amanda Pillig, and I'm a sophomore. So, we'll start with Mr. Beirudi. Tell us a little bit about what you do here at Kellenberg. Well, I am uh, an 11th grade English teacher. I teach uh, the honors class, the honors course, and the A1 course. I also teach a 12th grade class, uh, 12th grade course uh, named College Writing. Um, I also moderate the Communications Club. I am a guidance counselor for sophomore homerooms 9D, I'm sorry, 10D, 10E, and 10F. Um, I moderate a sodality. I moderate a spectrum group. They are seniors this year. Wow. And I am the head coach of the JVB baseball team. And I also, uh, quote unquote, play guitar in the uh, Jubilee Choir. Uh, during the freshman and I guess sorry there were sophomores and their sophomore mass uh, I am uh, kind of a hack at best so I just follow <laughs> Mr. Bursig's lead and just try not to sound off tune but I do enjoy playing and uh, uh, being part of that group so I think that's everything you have got quite the resume yeah. <laughs> sir Amanda we've got a tough act to follow. Tell us a little bit of what clubs you do here in Kellenberg. I'm going to try to keep my part short, short and sweet. I'm in communication, so I get to see Mr. Bay Rudy quite a bit throughout the week. I'm in SALT. I'm also a prep teacher at Carrie of Ours. Um, I'm in social media. I do a lot more, but I... It, it leaves you. Yeah. <laughs> it leaves It'll you. come to you. Yeah. So, I honestly, I'm trying to think right now about the first time I, like, formally met you. I think it was in class, but I I'd had you as, like, a substitute before. You know what it was? What? I, th- I think, if my memory serves me correctly, uh, I stepped in as a guidance counselor when Mrs. Masoulis went out on maternity <gasps> leave. You're right. And I think that we had some college-related conversation or something I to that effect. I think that's what it was. Yeah. Oh, you're so right. Yeah. I'm here thinking like, I didn't just meet him in class. <laughs> I, know, I, I knew him before that for sure, but I just couldn't think. And then the other time, I didn't formally meet you, but you were a substitute in my sixth grade chorus class. And I remember you came in oh and boy. I was like, this guy is definitely scary. He's definitely going to yell at us. And then you just started reading off the names. So funny. And like one of the names was like a really like uh, Middle Eastern name. And you were like, where is this person? Where are they? Are you from the Middle East? And they were like, yes. And you were like, I'm Who, what, Was that Was that Nicole? Did she go to Latin school? No, Nicole? no, it was no? Uh, it was Alex Sharabi. She's a senior oh, now as well. Oh, I, I had... Oh, yeah, she was in I, She class. was in our class at, yeah. Uh, yeah, and you were like, are yeah. you... Le- I'm Lebanese. Where are you from? She was like, Egypt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the first time I was like, oh, this is who this person is. And then I had you for class last year. Yep. Amanda... When was the first time you met Mr. Bayrudy? <laughs> I want to say in the seventh grade when I joined communications. I was so scared to join it in sixth grade. but Really? Yeah. Two of my friends, well, one was in it already, and I signed up with another one of my friends. And we came up, and I saw Mr. Bayrudy. I had, have to admit, I thought he was pretty scary, too. But now, now that I know him, um, 
I can definitely say he's not. He's very, very funny. Don't you can't say that on the air. He has to keep the scary facade, like when he <laughs> walks in. <laughs> but I think what a lot of people don't know is like you come off really scary, and then and then like five minutes into a conversation with you, you're like the funniest person. Well, I, I, th- know. I think it's the it's the stature. The height. You know? yeah, I'm, an yeah, I, yeah. I'm an eyelash under six four. An eyelash. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I think the I, I do have a kind of a booming voice. I, I, yes. I would say so. I, I would, think those two things contributed uh, together to, to I the think. fear. Yeah, <laughs> to the fear. But you nothing, nothing to fear gray. here. Nothing to fear. So before you came to Kellenberg, what was your goal like in life before you became a teacher? Oh my God! How long do we have here? Um, <laughs> as long as I say. All so right. Good. Started. All right. So. Um, <laughs> I always loved sports. I always grew up. I grew up playing sports. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I knew I kind of wanted to do something related to sports. Um, not much direction, I don't think. Um, you know, up, in, uh, uh, up until, I guess, like junior or senior year. Um, my mom was a nurse. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she kind of guided me. And, and knew, knowing that so uh, so large of the population was going to be um, you know, in their senior citizen age, um, I'm, m- both my parents would be of the bo- baby boomer age. Okay. Um, so, knowing that uh, that physical therapist would be in great demand, mm. so she kind of guided me towards that. And so I wanted to do that. Um, I saw a, a couple of the colleges that I researched into. I knew Scranton had a very good program. Springfield had a very good program. Mm-hmm. I researched them and visited them. So. I kind of just, I don't know, I just kind of floated around. So uh, I think I got into both of them. But, um, you know, I played basketball all through high school. and um, Definitely wasn't because of your height. No. No, 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 not at all. all. (laughs) (laughs) I played basketball in high school and then, uh, you know, wasn't sure about where I wanted to go. Mm -hmm. I think if you looked in the, uh, uh, the, the pamphlet or the insert, uh, where where the students are going to college? Mm-hmm. I was going to Queens College, and sometime in between the in between graduation and and the beginning of uh, the fall semester, mm-hmm. uh, I decided to go to Nassau Community College mm-hmm. with the idea that I was going to transfer somewhere else, and of course I did. But then I um, my my good well, my best friend growing up, um, he said, hey, "Listen, let's go to Nassau. We'll transfer." You know, I will, and you know we'll play basketball. They will try basketball. I made the team there. Nice. Uh, and played for two years there. Um, so then, long story, sh- long story longer, I guess. Um, <laughs> so I, you know, what, what are you going to study there? So I always wanted to be a general manager of a sports of a sports team. Mm-hmm. So uh, I told the advisor that. And the advisor said, "All right, first class you got to take is business law." And so I took business law. Um, uh, didn't like. Didn't really enjoy that kind of reading. It's a li- it's a little bit dry, I suppose. Uh, I guess it's seen as a weed out course, and right. I got, I got weeded out. Uh, so I went back to the whole physical therapy thing. I took anatomy and physiology, um, which is also like a prerequisite weed out weed out course. Loved anatomy, physiology, names of bones, muscles, tendons, all that other stuff, all the different kinds of bones. A lot of stuff to memorize. I don't know what physiology is. Oh, okay. But I re- later learned, <laughs> this is back then, I learned how, how all that works together. So yeah. the physiology part was like, you know, what was, was, was not as um, interesting as the other part. So back I go to, um, you know, like business and economics, mm-hmm. Wall Street, whatever. Uh, so I transferred to Binghamton. Um, nice. I got into Binghamton 
out of uh, Nassau, uh, did very well at Nassau, and then got accepted at Binghamton, and uh, did not do very well in oh, some of no. the economics courses. I actually found out that I needed two prerequisites. So my grades on the tests for economics were not so good. So there I was sitting in the, um, the library mm-hmm. writing a speech. I had taken a couple uh, communications courses yeah. at Nassau, speech, uh, making speeches and, and writing, and I just felt like I had this knack for it. I said, it's, it's, I was, you know, one of those moments where you, where you say to yourself, oh, my goodness, I'm on fire, you know? Yeah. Um, so uh, I, I, I couldn't tell you what the speech was about, but <laughs> uh, I, just, I just had this, you know, epiphany that, mm-hmm. um, man, I, I, think I, I think I got a, a feel for this. So, um, so I changed my major to English mm-hmm. and then wanted to go into journalism. Uh, primarily sports journalism. Uh-huh. So Combine the f- two. Yeah. So like I followed that path, mm-hmm. and then that went a little, that went far. Um, well, as far, a little bit further than the other ones. I, I not very far, <laughs> but I did a couple internships. I interned with a uh, a local newspaper. Mm-hmm. I interned with the Binghamton Rangers, the uh, New York Rangers AAA club, who were oh. in Binghamton at the time. Wow. And I wrote for their um, their game day magazine. Did some player profiles. Um, and just like game day operations. And then I also interned at a local Fox affiliate. Wow. And then I got to do, I did some like uh, videography work for them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I practiced little, you know, mini news packages. And then the lead sports anchor that I, that was who the internship was with, was with um, the lead sports anchor. Yeah. He went to his, I think his college reunion or something like that. So mm-hmm. he was going to be out of town. So I had been practicing. I wanted to do, like I wanted to do, I wanted to be an ESPN sports anchor. That was my thing. Like I want to do this. So I'd practiced, you know, after the newscast, yep. um, you know, a few times. And then I had some experience. I had a tape. I showed the news director and he said, all right, you know, this guy's gonna be out of town. Go for it. And I did it. I did it twice. Oh, only. <laughs> it, it went well. And then, um, you know, I kind of bounced around with a CBS affiliate mm-hmm. in town because things weren't going well at the Fox station. They, they were downsizing yeah. uh, a lot of their employees. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then I followed someone from Fox who was from the this area to News 12 in Westchester. Wow. Uh, I stayed there for a little while. And then, you know, I kind of got back into public relations. And then uh, that didn't go well. Okay. Um, yeah. So, and then, um, you know, I'd always, I'd always thought about teaching, mm-hmm. um, but I always thought about coaching first. Ah, okay. And I had run into an run into uh, an old baseball coach, uh, and he had said, "Well, you know, you got to be available at like three o'clock." So the job I was working was a ninety-five job in the city. There's no way. Oh yeah. Um, so then the job in the city didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I came back here. Um, Brother Kenneth was my. Uh, junior in, junior religion teacher. Okay. Um, and then Mr. Ahern was the athletic director. He was my junior history teacher. Ah. So the whole idea about coaching, and so I went and talked to Mr. Ahern, and, um, you know, at, at, a, at a low point in my life, I guess I, I, it's not, looking back on it now, it wasn't like, you know, oh, a low point in my life. I guess like I'm, in the I, depths of despair. No, yeah, in my <laughs> mind, it was a low point in my life. But I, I'm pretty fortunate. Like, I wasn't sick or, you know, yeah. um, anything like that. Um, but he, I told him, you know, oh, I feel like such a, you know, like, I don't know where my life is going. This, and he says, how old are you? 
I said, oh, I'm 24. He goes, you don't realize how young you are. You are only 24. <laughs> you have been talking about this wonderful list of careers, and you're like, I'm only 24. <laughs> so it, it came to pass. Like I had originally gone in to see if Brother, Brother Kenneth had a class, so I went yeah. back and talked to Brother Kenneth. And just things worked out. There was a maternity leave, and then there was a, a permanent replacement. Okay. And then, you know, I got to teach seniors my first year. Okay. Um, and that was uh, it was quite an experience, and uh, and it worked out. You know, it worked out well. I got to coach basketball and baseball, and um, you know, here we are, twenty years later. That's insane. <laughs> that is so crazy. Yeah. No, but I think your story is such a great one because when you think about it now, I feel like kids now who are applying to college like seniors or juniors who are getting ready to apply to college have this idea that college is such a straightforward thing like do my four years get my degree get a job maybe go for a higher education get my master's or my phd and people don't realize that there are so many different paths that you can go and i think yours is just such a great example you just bounced around everywhere and you weren't you weren't really sure what was going to happen you kind of just like tried everything you were like let's do this let's see what works for me and you had an idea and it changed and you're you're super successful now and you have have a wonderful list of success behind you so I feel like it's this will be good for seniors and juniors to hear like okay it's not a straightforward thing it's going to be a little crazy but it's going to be a wonderful journey for me to learn from so right, yeah. it's great and it's, it's I, do you tell your classes that story I, I actually my seventh period class last year uh you know unfortunately you weren't in that class was that your favorite class um no was it, it was my I always say it was my most fun class okay it wasn't I don't have favorites that's that's like choosing your favorite child. Okay. Yeah, and that depends on the day. But, that is true. You did um, say that. <laughs> no, but uh, they were a lot of fun, uh, definitely. Um, but I, I don't know how we got into it. I don't know how we get into a lot of things when we go off on tangible. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, it just it just kind of came up. I mean, and a lot of things come up through the literature too. I think that like with that's the British true. literature, especially uh, the British literature is so rich of the human experience. Mm-hmm. There's so much that you can relate to life i think i think any literature but i think especially british literature i mean Mm -hmm. i've taught the american literature course and uh when i moved from the american literature to the british literature Mm -hmm. i thought oh i I love the american literature so much and i you might remember last year we get into a new piece when we we got into the 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 smaller pieces Mm -hmm. um you know second trimester when i (laughs) we get to that uh the romantic era the romantic uh, poets and writers mm-hmm. you know i would have said oh it's one of my favorite uh, oh it's one of my favorite oh this one everyone every one of these works is my favorite uh, <laughs> one of my day. favorites <laughs> so but it is it's just so you know full and rich of um you know like i said the human experience mm-hmm. and there's so much to relate to life um and uh you know that, that, that i think that's why you know I got a little bit of a bias toward the <laughs> Toward the British authors that yeah. um, they're just wonderful storytellers. That is, you know, true. I think they understand the the human condition. Yes, you know, that's uh-huh. one of the things from the video that we watched last year on Shakespeare. Is that one line struck with me? Um, that's in your iBooks, juniors. Uh, <laughs> the video. Shout out to the juniors uh, of ju- of uh, <laughs> of William Shakespeare is that he wrote about the human condition, mm-hmm. and it, it just always seems to stick with me that. Um, that I think people can see a lot of themselves yeah. in the works. Yeah. So. I think what's great, though, is that as a teacher, like, you know, maybe there's maybe there's a few teachers out there, but, like, you and Mrs. Vaughn are teachers who can just read literature and just feel it, like, in the depths of your soul and be able to convey it to students. You know I, what? I just got mentioned in the same breath as Mrs. Vaughn. 
Hi, Mr. Brown. I can't testify to that one. <laughs> you, you can trust us. <laughs> I do, you I do. Trust wow. And Quite I, an accolade. I think it's just so important for teachers to really love what they teach about and be able to, you know, give that love to students. Because I love literature as well. I read so many books. I still read so many books. And when I read some of these, I think you even remember, like, when we were doing pieces like Macbeth or, like, uh, or, uh, like Pygmalion. <laughs> like, I've heard some of these before. And then just, like, you you bring it to life and that's what a teacher does in even if you bring it to life like quite literally like please go to the costume closet and retrieve your your the plot wardrobe the <laughs> please a plot wardrobe <laughs> you just bring you bring it to life and that's what's so special about you as a teacher and not to put you on the spot your your accents when it gets to pygmalion or just anything oh, are just well, spot you. on oh there there you go i guess we're going this direction aren't we i suppose we are yes i guess we are <laughs> Amanda, you are only a sophomore, so you have not had the pleasure. Hopefully, you have Mr. Beirudi next year. Or well, you can't lose junior. Year. Well, uh, what y- you could uh, <laughs> if you had me, I'd say. I'd say you, there's all the other options, Mr. Huggard. So that's true. You know, you can it can go either yeah. way. You can get hit with a wet noodle, or you can <laughs> please. <laughs> you can, you <laughs> Fatty lashes that with the wet noodle. Fantastic. I thought I just what you mentioned, Mr. Huggard, and I was like, wet noodle, wet noodle. <laughs> so comes to mind. Oh, that's that's just that's one of his things. Yes. That's what he oh says, my wet goodness. Noodle? Okay. What you think I just came up with that? I thought I, I okay. All right. no, 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 no. That's impossible. <laughs> I don't recall wet the words yeah, wet noodle ever coming right. out of your mouth. Okay. Um, no, but I, you just make literature so fun, oh, and thank you. in even in communications when we're just not doing anything, you're just like taking attendance. I just come over and I'm like. Hi, how's it going? And you're like, well, quite well, actually. Like you just, bur- <laughs> you just burst out into accents. The morning was dreadful. The traffic was dreadful over here. Was... But now it's okay. <laughs> Everyone listening is just going to be like, this, there's like three different people sitting at the table. Well, there is three different people, but there's a fourth. Yeah. A mystery fourth person. Mystery fourth. Yeah. Amanda, do you have like a funny story of Mr. Beirudi that you can share? Oh, boy. It was actually the end of last year. Oh, she has and one. Dude, she has. I she do. came prepared. Well, <laughs> he just explained what a handicap in golf was. Oh. And he went on oh, like this right. five-minute tangent about that and all these different rules yeah. and how golf works and all that. So definitely educational even outside of the classroom. Did yeah. I talk about slope? Do you remember? I don't think you did. Now the course is slope? No, okay, that goes into it. I forgot yeah. you're a Difficulty. big golf guy. I forgot. Uh, I used to be a big golf guy. I... Um, You've since stopped. Yeah, I, I don't play <laughs> nearly as much. I'd like to try to get my son into it because that's the only way I could, I think, yeah. you know, justify, mm-hmm. you know, being gone for five hours okay. in a leisure activity. But uh, <laughs> he just likes, you know, going to the range. And what he says is, uh, we go to the uh, to the golf range mm-hmm. out uh, by us at the Heartland, yeah, uh, in Deer Park, and there there's a there's two levels. And when I started taking him when he was younger, um, he said, he, would, he said, Daddy, I want to go hit golf balls off the roof. And so <laughs> because, so you know, when they had the two levels and they tell people who have young kids to go to the, the second level because yeah. there are fewer people up there mm-hmm. so that, um, you know, there's not anyone in, in danger of getting hit by, a, you know, a, a stray small, golf ball. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what he referred to it as, hitting golf balls off the roof. And he just wants to get them into the little net that's there. So 
in due time, I guess. I, yeah. I can't really pressure him or he's going to hate it. So, But he has his own set of golf clubs. He well, has his junior set of golf clubs. Well, you should you should take him out. Take him out I would more like, often. I would like to. I think I'm just going to, you know, I'd say once you're, you know, really, you know, consistent, we'll go out and they have a nice little par three course yeah. that I guess is pretty, I don't know, yeah. um, pretty, um, not, not painless, but uh, yeah. I don't know what the word is I'm looking for. But uh, no vocab juggernaut for you. No, not for me. No, not for, for you. Me. Vocab juggernaut vocab is juggernaut. is what people. What, how do I even describe what a vocab juggernaut is? What, can you please? All right. So with vocab <laughs> vocabulary, uh, this this evolved uh, in class. Um, actually, came from sophomore year. From so from sophomore year, when you have the the vocabulary workbook, mm-hmm. um, you know we would review the words yeah. before. Um, Bef- not before the quiz, but before, but but when the exercises were due, mm-hmm. I guess when I taught the sophomore course. Yeah, and I would just go through the words and I would say something, I don't know, like, uh, relative to a dad joke about, um, about one of the words. Uh, I would say if the word is remiss. Yes, I'd get to the word remiss. I remiss. Let's just forget about that one. Um, <laughs> so something relative to the definition, and yeah. then we also had. When I, I taught the SAT prep course, mm-hmm. we had a book called Vocabulary Cartoons, mm-hmm. which would give you a word, its definition, and then a mnemonic, a memory device, memory association device, that combined the word um, and the definition just to help mm-hmm. you to remember it, and then a cartoon, a drawing that would combine the two. Yeah. So then I, I guess that just, just flowed became. into... Yeah, <laughs> flowed into... Because I, I think I taught the... SAT course before uh-huh. I taught the junior course. Okay. So I guess I guess all you know together. So the vocabulary juggernaut. I'm is, a three-time vocabulary juggernaut. You are. You are. And then there is uh, uh, Twitter evidence to prove there is to the uh, to the fact. <laughs> um, so so students with the junior course uh, write the word and the sentence, and then they have the option of uh, writing an original sentence beginning uh, that includes the words. Since or because. Since or because. Um, or uh, they can create a memory device mm-hmm. for it. And the, um, you know, the sillier and the more outlandish and then the... Uh, um, more the catchy. More catchy. And it's really just so it's memorable, you know, yeah. to you and it's meaningful to you. Whoever comes up with the most... Um, is vocab is, juggernaut. Is, is deemed vocabulary juggernaut. And a juggernaut is a... If you know, do you know the definition of juggernaut? I do not actually. Amanda, I don't. Juggernaut. I think that's a sophomore vocab word too. Well, but it's <laughs> uh, it's an irresistibly crushing force. Wow. So if you are a vocabulary juggernaut, you are a irresistibly crushing vocabulary, vocabulary in person. force. Vo- <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I actually remember. And then you get to wear the. The necklace. The, the famed vocabulary juggernaut necklace. It says which vocabulary is, juggernaut. It, it, it does. I crafted it myself. Yes. Yep. That sounds fun. I think I spent $9.27 at Michael's. Do you, did you get that like in your it. tax return? Like No. You know what? I think that's just, you know, for, it is, did it for the for the good for, for the, the good of for the, the greater good for the greater for the, good, for for the, the greater good, good of the people. Yes. I actually was thinking about how like I remember you like assigned vocab for the first time and I was like, I don't even know what a mnemonic is. Is and I just did all my sentences and since or because, mm-hmm. and we just did the first class and you like were trying to come up with mnemonics and you were like encouraging us to do it and then afterwards it just came it became like a, yeah. a an event 
right. just would look forward to vocab day because you i would raise my hand i think you remember i'd literally hop out of my seat mm-hmm. to say my mnemonic because mm-hmm. i would just think about them i think that's why like vocab to me now is just so like exciting for me to do well. and as, as, as a senior because I like vocab when you're like a freshman or a sophomore it's just tedious work mm. then you get to junior year with Mr. Ba- Mr. Barry's English class and it's like think think of a funny way to, to remember a vocab word yeah, yeah. So, so I also remember just like how much I learned about you in class like you're you are a cook uh, you cook are, it, I would use that loosely but like to you'd like cook. to cook yes please tell us the things you cook um, well, I know that we had yes. a, uh, a hummus party. We did indeed. Last year. I dream about Those that hummus. Those of you uh, who went to uh, the Project Understanding. Yes. Uh, someone had mentioned that you have hummus with everything. Yes. Yeah. So uh, so I, I, I make homemade hummus. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really, I think, the <laughs> much the same ingredients as you get in the... Uh, in the store-bought hummus, no, no brand names mentioned. No brand names. No, we can't get a copyright like or anything. No. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I, I like to really step up the flavors. Yeah. So it's 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 a you know a lot of lemon. Yes. Uh, a good good amount of garlic. You can taste I, the garlic. Absolutely. Um, cumin. Yeah. So my, my father taught me how to make it, and make he make the hummus. Make the hummus. And wow. He's like, this is what you do, and you put this in, and, and then. Um, and in making the hummus, uh, you know, he tasted uh, ba- uh, he tasted a, a, a blend that I made, and he he said, "Oh, you like your cumin." <laughs> Apparently, the cumin is not supposed to be so so strong, but <laughs> but that's uh, that's the way. I'm, and then um, so lemony, garlicky, salty, and cuminy, if that's a word, not cuminy. And uh, Mrs. Bayrudy is the taste tester. Is she? Yes. I think she, I would. Yeah. I think I should be invited. She's a she's a big fan of of zesty. I should be invited to yeah. those taste testings, please. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've had the find it finished product, and you I have. you approve. I I, you approve. I think I more than approve. I okay. think I wish I had that like in my fridge right now because I bring hummus with me. That's such I'll an. Ha- un- I'll have to make some over the weekend. Please. I will. I'm I'm and here share. on Tuesday for Language Week. I'm also in communications. Listen, club. yeah, Language Week. Language so Week. Give you some Arabic. Yes. We can do that. We can do that on I Friday. Know, I, I don't know. think I would do very good with Arabic. I don't. I don't know much. I Arabic. think I'm going to stick with my Dora, my Dora impression. Yes, your Dora impersonation. Yeah. A spot on Dora I impersonation. Would, are you trying to like segue into? Well, me doing it? I think we went into the British one, so I think it's only fair. Oh, fine. So okay. That, uh, well, for our listeners, close yes. your eyes and imagine you're like five years old. Yes. And Nickelodeon just came on. And all of a sudden you're like, do 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 Dora. And then you're, hola, soy Dora. Do you want to go on an adventure with me? And yeah, that's become like the kryptonite of the communications club. Like I walk in and everybody's like, do it. Do it. You got to hear this. You got to hear this. Do it. Everybody turn around. Okay, Sarah, do it. Do it. You Do the Dora. And I'm just like, oh, okay. Good morning, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> that's the first thing I do when I walk in. I, I wonder how I... Dias. What, I like when you do it to me in the hallway. Yes. And I'm like, so close. Oh, I say, hola, Sarah. And I just, I'm like, hi, Mr. Bayrudy. Yeah. And you yeah. just get so disappointed. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I get it. You have to handle your fame well. I think, yeah. You know. I think, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think you handle your fame very well. Fame, mm, yes. Sure. But why? Why <laughs> sure? You? No, 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 no. What? Go ahead. I didn't want to cut you off. No, it's it's fine. It's yeah. totally fine. Handle my fame well. What yeah. do you mean by that? No, I think you are very much a like behind the scenes person, but I think like amongst the students, you are like a well known figure. Okay. Do you? Would, would, I don't. I mean, you would know that. I, I don't know. I 
I guess. Maybe I guess me. It must be because I've had you for class. <laughs> Could be. It, but I definitely feel like well, like when I bring up Mr. Beirutti, like everyone's like, oh, Mr. Beirutti. Like I think people are just thinking like fun teacher, really fun, really loud, entertaining. Um, I don't know. Also, just a lot of people do communications club. How did you get into doing communications club? How did that come about? That was like another um, you know thing when I first started. Uh, I think with my background with with TV, mm-hmm. um, with television production, um, there was actually someone who was going out on maternity leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, not the person I took over for, or or anything like that. Yeah. But this person was, um, you know, going on maternity leave, and then I, I guess, assumed that role. Wow. And uh, it's been that way ever since. Wow. So since January of 1999. Long time ago. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Does it feel like as long as when you say like, oh, I've been doing this since 19 whatever, 1906. No. Does it feel that? Does no, it 1906. Feel that's since good. 1906. Yes, I'm 127. <laughs> wow. Quick math. Nice. I don't even know if that's right. No. Well, d- someone, some, someone's going to send us an email yeah. saying Mr. Beirut is yeah. incorrect. Yes. Please correct him. I think that's a little, you're a little farther now. Okay. <laughs> you want to do like get, pull out a calculator and double check? Uh, no. You carry the one, do it really quick on the table. <laughs> sure. No, but I think does it does it feel that long when you tell somebody like I've been doing this for so and so years? Do you feel the length of? No, how- I I think I think what we all say, um, you know, so I guess I guess I would, I would say I'm a considered a veteran teacher that yes, um, that the years go faster every year. That's I don't know, very true. I don't know why that is, but I think a lot of people say that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, well, time flies when you're having fun. That's true. You know, that's a, that's a one way to look at it, certainly. Um, but I do remember the first, you know, the first days, the first years. Mm-hmm. Um, there are also other things that, you know, like happen in your life. And personally, like, you know, you meet your spouse and you get married and have kids. Yeah. Um, so you can kind of place things uh, as they happen like that. Yeah. Um, you know, in graduating classes, uh, I'm starting to get uh, kind of – they are starting to blend together. I feel like the the years. Yeah, I think like uh, if you told me you graduated in 2010, or if you told me you graduated in 2016, I'd I'd say I believe you. I couldn't. I don't <laughs> know if I could place that <laughs> on Just anyone. Feel, it feels like last year. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 you know, I'd say, oh my gosh, you graduated six years ago. Like what? Oh my gosh. You know, well, I have not student, graduated. No, there, the, no, there are students <laughs> who come back and they say, oh, I'm a senior. Like oh, stop. You're, li- you're lying. You know, come on. Um, but then, you know, it's it's true that they are. I even mm-hmm. catch I even catch myself doing that sometimes. Like I came to Kellenberg in the sixth grade, mm-hmm. and you know, I'm talking to Mrs. Page or some of the or like Mr. Brennan, and I'm like at the that Latin school winter dance. Me and Mr. Brennan are jamming out to God's Great Dance Floor, and I'm like, last time, best time, because I seven years ago, yeah. I was like twelve, and he literally the look on his face was of pure like. He was so perplexed mm-hmm. that seven years ago I just came to Kellenberg. And even to me, it's kind of surreal to think that now I'll be graduating high school. I'll be I'll be off, which is kind of crazy. I think it's even crazier for my parents, or it's good for them. They're probably like, go, please, you do too many <laughs> They'll things. They'll miss you. They'll miss you. No, they definitely will. I think, yeah. What, what, do you, what are your hopes for Kellenberg? We have a lot coming to campus. What do you hope for the future of the students, of your, your, your place of work? Oh wow, that's a that's a big question. That's a, that's a big question. So do you mean like the the improvement, like the like the 
construction that we're doing or what, just in general? Whatever comes like, to mind. What I don't know. I, I'm very first. excited about the, the new facilities. I think that's going to be yeah. so great. Um, when we first saw the, the, you know, it was really, I, I never thought I'd say this about a parking lot. <laughs> But it's beautiful. It's it, a beautiful parking lot. It's also such a wonderful addition. It I, and um, to watch it come to fruition, you know, in each step, you know, it's something that you. There's only one entrance and exit, so that's true. <laughs> you pass by it every day, and you just watch the progress, and you, you just watch it come together, and um, just so cool. Yeah. And it's it's a parking lot. It's, yeah, I can't imagine. Hi, everybody. What, we have a parking lot. <laughs> I can't imagine what the other additions, they're gonna be at the entranceway, know. you know, and the, the, the new building. Um, I'm going to so, come back next year to like a spaceship in the and, back. And, like we've adjusted our science programs. And, and that too, you know, and that too, just walking through the hallway. I, I was excited to come back to see what, what, you know, what they had done but to prepare do. for that. And I was excited to see that there were no lockers. Yeah. Oh. You know, and then, <laughs> like, oh, man, this is happening. This is where it's happening. This is yeah. where it's going to happen. Um, I just think it's just really exciting, yeah. you know. Um, I, for the future students, I, 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 I hope that they, uh, you know, continue to, you know, to, to, to grow here. Mm-hmm. Um, it is just um, – it is just, I, and to, just to quote one of our, you know, our themes is that it's a, you know, a wonderful place to grow. That that it is. I, you have to see the place. You have to live in it. Yeah, and if, if you if you haven't seen Cal, I just think that you know I think our open house does such a wonderful job of presenting all that um, that the school has to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my friends, his daughter, uh, just got accepted. Yay, congrats. Uh, to go here next year. She heard year. my voice in that video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. More and, of my voice. <laughs> and, uh, you know, my friend had said, you know, that's like, that, that's the place. You know, that Kellenberg is the place. And I said to him, like, we have a lot to offer. Yeah. Um, so I hope that, you know, uh, you know, students continue to, you know, to come here and to, you know, and to get everything that, um, you know, Kellen- take advantage of everything that we have to offer. And obviously not just the, the great academics, but all of the, um, you know the extracurricular and the sports and mm-hmm. you know everything they can get involved with and then you know it's it's like this you know what we're doing here this relationship yeah you know um, you, get, you establishing, don't find this everywhere you don't establishing those relationships um you know the fact that so many college freshmen and sophomores come back on that day before thanksgiving thanksgiving break you don't see that everywhere. You know, yeah. the, those, I mean, listen, truth be told, right. Are they, they are they most likely, they want to be here to see their classmates. Yeah. But then they, they go see their teachers. You know, the relationships that they've they've mm-hmm. established and, and nurtured over those yeah. four, five, six, seven years. Four, five, six, seven years. You know, they want to reminisce about those things. And we love to see them, you yeah. know. Um, we love to hear how they're doing and, um, you know, what they're up to and what they're, the exciting time in their life that they're yeah. uh, they're going through to mm-hmm. you know deciding what they think they might want to do when they get older um, mm-hmm. and uh, um, you know it's just it's just you don't you don't see that everywhere yeah. I don't know if you see it anywhere I don't know honestly I don't think I can't think of any other school or I don't know if anybody can can think of a school where I can just be like like who can sit down and be like Mr. Bayrudy how's your hummus coming along <laughs> not not a lot of places can do that and I yeah. think like the podcast and the open house is just like a testimony to how special 
Kalenbergism. I'm not even just saying that. Like, I don't think I can go into any other school and go up to a teacher and be like, so tell me about how your your cooking is going. Like, uh, how, yeah. what'd you cook this weekend? Or like, what, what, how are you ca- caught up with the crown? Like, can I talk to you about that? Oh. Like, there's no other place like that. And yeah. I don't think there's any other place where I can have like such a special connection with teachers. So before we finish, do you have a dad joke to share with the listeners? Oh my goodness. Yeah, the, the um, one that just pops to your well, head. The one, the one that, um, is I this think the one you tell me all the time. The one I tell you all the time. But I think I think that's from like when I'm talking like this. When you're talking like this. When we're both house. talking like yes. this. It, Amanda yeah. is like, please stop. Where that. is this going? Where? Yeah. What is this? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, this podcast is never ending. So, I need to be so home. you know the answer to this one. So I'll ask Amanda. Yes, Amanda. So, Amanda, why do teenage girls travel in threes? Why? I have no idea. Because she doesn't know. She doesn't know. Because, doesn't know. because they just can't even. <laughs> and literally, it always That's makes good. me That's laugh. Good. It's such a bad joke. The only dad joke I know is, I tell you this one all the time, why do we, why do, why do we drive on the parkway? And nope, I just messed it up. See? Just went, was that joke what is it when why do we why do we park why do we park on the driveway but drive on the parkway that's the one my dad tells me all the time that's the only dad joke i have is that is there an answer to that no no it's just it's just supposed to be like oh Oh. so obnoxious oh okay because dad jokes are obnoxious because i feel like yeah that's like uh obnoxious use of vocabulary i feel like that's a because the park (laughs) the parkways end at a park Yes, that is history. That's nor that is what the answer is. Okay. But the dad joke is just the meant dad to be joke like, is just, hey, <laughs> why do we? <laughs> That's the spirit of a dad yeah. joke. Mr. Beirudi and Amanda, thank you so much for coming thank on today. Thank you so much and for having sharing me, sharing your experiences. And like you say, Mr. Beirudi, I'll see you later. Unless I see you first. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Thanks so much. Did you like this podcast? Catch up on all the ones you've missed by finding and subscribing to us either on Spotify, the Apple Podcast app, or you can find us at Kellenberg.org slash podcast. And make sure you follow us on all our social media, which is at Kellenberg, or for all the religious aspects of our school, follow us at Kellenberg Arc. Thanks so much for tuning in today to our Kellenberg podcast. See you next week. Bye.